0: section one chapter seven of the life and adventures of santa claus by l frank Baum. this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by Jadopi. section one youth chapter seven claus leaves the forest when good queen Zerline had touched the golden chalice with her fair lips and it had been passed around the circle in honour of the traveller's return THE MASTER woodsman OF THE WORLD, WHO HAD NOT YET SPOKEN, TURNED HIS GAZE FRANKLY UPON Claus AND SAID, WELL? THE BOY UNDERSTOOD, AND ROSE SLOWLY TO HIS FEET BESIDE NACIL. ONCE ONLY HIS EYES PASSED AROUND THE FAMILIAR CIRCLE OF NYMPHS, EVERY ONE OF WHOM HE REMEMBERED AS A LOVING COMRADE, BUT TEARS CAME UNBIDDEN TO DIM HIS SIGHT so he gazed thereafter steadfastly at the master. I have been ignorant, said he simply, until the great Ak in his kindness taught me who and what I am. You, who live so sweetly in your forest bowers, ever fair and youthful and innocent, are no fit comrades for a son of humanity. For I have looked upon man, finding him doomed to live for a brief space upon earth, to toil for the things he needs, to fade into old age, and then to pass away as the leaves in autumn. Yet every man has his mission, which is to leave the world better in some way than he found it. I am of the race of men, and man's lot is my lot. For your tender care of the poor forsaken babe you adopted, as well as for your loving comradeship during my boyhood, my heart will ever overflow with gratitude. My foster mother, here he stopped and kissed Necile's white forehead, I shall love and cherish while life lasts, but I must leave you to take my part in the endless struggle to which humanity is doomed, and to live my life in my own way." "'What will you do?' asked the queen gravely. "'I must devote myself to the care of the children of mankind, and try to make them happy,' he answered. Since your own tender care of a babe brought me to happiness and strength, it is just and right that I devote my life to the pleasure of other babes. Thus will the memory of the loving nymph Nassil be planted within the hearts of thousands of my race for many years to come and her kindly act be recounted in song and in story while the world shall last have i spoken well o master you have spoken well returned ak and rising to his feet he continued yet one thing must not be forgotten having been adopted as the child of the forest and the playfellow of the nymphs YOU HAVE GAINED A DISTINCTION, WHICH FOREVER SEPARATES YOU FROM YOUR KIND. THEREFORE, WHEN YOU GO FORTH INTO THE WORLD OF MEN, YOU SHALL RETAIN THE PROTECTION OF THE FOREST, AND THE POWERS YOU NOW ENJOY WILL REMAIN WITH YOU, TO ASSIST YOU IN YOUR LABORS. IN ANY NEED YOU MAY CALL UPON THE nymphs, THE RILLS, THE NOOKS, AND THE FAIRIES, AND THEY WILL SERVE YOU GLADLY. I, the master woodsman of the world, have said it, and my word is the law. Claus looked upon Ack with grateful eyes. This will make me mighty among men, he replied. Protected by these kind friends, I may be able to make thousands of little children happy. I will try very hard to do my duty, and I know the forest people will give me their sympathy and help. We will! We will! "'said the fairy queen earnestly. "'We will!' cried the merry rills, laughing. "'We will!' shouted the crooked nooks, scowling. "'We will!' exclaimed the sweet nymphs proudly. "'But Necile said nothing. "'She only folded claws in her arms and kissed him tenderly. "'The world is big,' continued the boy, "'turning again to his loyal friends.' BUT MEN ARE EVERYWHERE. I SHALL BEGIN MY WORK NEAR MY FRIENDS, SO THAT IF I MEET WITH MISFORTUNE, I CAN COME TO THE FOREST FOR counsel OR HELP. WITH THAT HE GAVE THEM ALL A LOVING LOOK, AND TURNED AWAY. THERE WAS NO NEED TO SAY GOOD-BYE. BUT FOR HIM, THE SWEET WILD LIFE OF THE FOREST WAS OVER. HE WENT FORTH BRAVELY TO MEET HIS DOOM, THE DOOM OF THE RACE OF MAN. The necessity to worry and work. But Ak, who knew the boy's heart, was merciful and guided his steps. Coming through Burzee to its eastern edge, Claus reached the laughing valley of Hohaho. On each side were rolling green hills, and a brook wandered midway between them to wind afar off beyond the valley. At his back was the grim forest at the far end of the valley, a broad plain. The eyes of the young man, which had until now reflected his grave thoughts, became brighter as he stood silent, looking out upon the laughing valley. Then, on a sudden, his eyes twinkled, as stars do on a still night, and grew merry and wide. For at his feet the cowslips and daisies smiled on him, in friendly regard, The breeze whistled gaily as it passed by, and fluttered the locks on his forehead. The brook laughed joyously as it leaped over the pebbles and swept around the green curves on its banks. The bees sang sweet songs as they flew from dandelion to daffodil. The beetles chirruped happily in the long grass, and the sunbeams glinted pleasantly over all the scene. Here! cried Claus, stretching out his arms as if to embrace the valley. Will I make my home? That was many, many years ago. It has been his home ever since. It is his home now. End of chapter 7 And end of section 1 Recording by Jadopi www.publicdomainaudiobooks.blogspot.com